0: Amazon is just begging me right now, pleading with me to buy these apple cider vinegar gummies. And I'll tell you what, Josh, I'm tempted.
1: Paula, I had a whole bit lined up about where I was going to say the lyrics to LFO's Summer Girls in order because it's summertime here, but sure, let's talk about these cider gummies. <laughs> <laughs> sure. No, please. No, no, tell me my- more. <laughs> tell me more about these cider gummies.
0: Well, I, you know, this is cause this is kind of how Podcast habit. It's spontaneous. It's kind of the world around us. You sure. Know? You know, you tell me about summer girls. No, in it's in the over. context of these apple cider gummies.
1: I don't know. Chinese food makes me sick. <laughs> That's, sick. <laughs> That's all I got here.
0: What is the reasoning? So, t- can you? How would you describe summer girls? Because I would describe it as nonsense. But no, I don't talk- think.
1: Oh, I think we're talking about these apple cider gummies. Why do you need apple cider and did gummy you for see me? Did you see
0: me just so? What is the word? Agilely? Agilically?
1: Swiftly? (laughs) Swiftly. (laughs) I'll I'll go agilically. Nimbly. Nimbly. Nimbly
0: move from one conversation to the next, but you brought it right back. Listeners,
1: Um, if you haven't already noticed, we're doing a night recording. Normally, we record on Sunday mornings.
0: Yes, time for church.
1: Yes, perky. (laughs) This is the church that we go to. The church of comedy.
0: Church of earnestness.
1: This is where we give our confession. But... Mm -hmm uh Paula and I could not record this weekend, and as a result, we're recording um on a weeknight, and we are both pretty deep into a mojito each.
0: Mojito, ooh, a great one. Yeah, like, tastes like the ones you buy at the store. Yeah, a bar.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the store. Yes, the the all bars are stores mm-hmm. technically.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
1: it might get a little bit. Uh, fast and loose here tonight It also might not make any sense I
0: might just change the subject on us <laughs> I'll be like This week's subject Mojito time <laughs> So why
1: would you need An apple cider gummy Is apple c- Honestly, cider vinegar gun- gummy What is it?
0: Okay well apple cider vinegar Is very good for you and, Okay And Josh you know me You know that I love to dip my toe In that wellness pool mm-hmm. You know I'm putting collagen In my coffee mm-hmm. You know I do have A crystal salt lamp
1: You love that bone broth
0: Uh I can't even do that for a bit. Okay, so this is what it says it's great for. In a picture that is um, a beautiful woman meditating at beach, Mm -hmm. it says-
1: Back of beautiful woman. Back of
0: beautiful woman, (laughs) long, beautiful hair. Uh, It says, detox and cleanse, weight management, healthy digestion, immune support, safety, quality, natural ingredients- this sounds like everything we need.
1: I've got a f- fun little prank for us.
0: Okay. We buy these. We take them for months.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then we talk about how much weight we've lost.
0: <laughs> we become influencers. We are now spokespeople of... <laughs> yes, we of-
1: we are a beautiful woman <laughs> from from behind with long hair. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey
1: everyone. Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere Wait, podcast. what was the prank? Uh, the prank <laughs> was... The prank was just that we'd buy normal gummy bears and then we'd also buy these gummy bears and we'd mix them in and then maybe we'll have little kids react to eating these gummy bears because they'll think they're real gummy bears.
0: That's going to go viral. It's going to go viral. Uh Uh
1: Can I I say the name of the podcast now? Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we are here with you this evening in the middle of... Of a hot, hot Chicago summer heat wave. Yes. Um, so yeah, so we're here to talk about things that we earnestly love, things, feelings that we earnestly feel, sincerity, and things that aren't cynicism.
0: Oh, what a good recap. Thank you. And we have a great, 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 great subject for this week. Josh, let's say it together because I remember what it is. <laughs> Want, ready? Yes, I'm ready. We're talking about... Betting! Betting! Betting. <laughs> Betting. We talked about so many possible ones before this. Yeah, so. there
1: were a lot of different options. So just stay tuned because there's going to be lots of great topics in the future when we feel like doing them.
0: Yes. Um, this is a really exciting topic, I think, Josh. I think so too. Because people love to bet. Yeah,
1: people love that dirty, dirty <laughs> bet game.
0: <laughs> people
1: love to just grind a few pennies together to try to make them into quarters. Is that
0: a phrase? Uh, it should be. I'm, I'll add a Urban Dictionary later. Sure, perfect, yeah. perfect. Yes, it's Paula, are
1: yes. you a big better? Do you bet on a reg- on regular occasions?
0: Well, Josh, as as long time listeners will know, I buy one lottery ticket a week. Mm-hmm. Never won a dollar. Interesting. Never won a dollar from that weekly lottery ticket, mm-hmm. uh, and that is it because I uh, panic to think of losing more money than that
1: interesting mm-hmm. interesting so how much are the lottery tickets that you're buying one dollar they are one dollar they're one dollar they and $1. you've never won a dollar back
0: no no nope. interesting but i think i'm just kind of saving up all my karma and i'm gonna win win it all
1: yeah that sounds like exactly what the lottery wants you to do
0: yeah that sounds like somebody <laughs> who has a problem <laughs> yeah right exactly <laughs> um josh are you a big better
1: not really either Mm-hmm.
0: Um, We're two qualified people to talk, to talk about, about the subject. <laughs> you talk about <laughs>
1: the subject. Um, I think it's interesting. I think that um, I do definitely get a rush from it when I do bet. There's a certain amount of just like pure adrenaline that yeah. I get from a betting situation. Um, things like my grandmother, every time the Powerball goes above a certain amount of money, she buys a uh, lottery, t- a couple lottery tickets for everyone in our family, oh. and if we're gonna win, then we. Sp- she says we're gonna split it all.
0: Oh, that's how you be like. I guess I bought this one on my own. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. This wasn't the one you got me.
1: Exactly. You have a theory about uh, the lottery.
0: Paula. I do. Well, um, so my theory, and this has p- been passed down to me from other people, but um, my theory is people in cities never win. It's always somebody from like some little rural town. They bought it at their little gas station, playing their mom's birthday. Interesting. So I feel like I feel like we're never gonna win. So that's why when I go on a road trip, I will buy one at every time I stop for gas.
1: Mm. It's a good investment. Yeah, because you're you're gaming the system and you're trying to. You're. It's about. Coverage. Yes. It's about coverage. Yes. That's how the government keeps us in line, huh? That's,
0: tell me about it. <laughs> um, Josh, okay, let's say, close your eyes. Okay. Right closed. now. They're closed. Listener, your close your eyes too. Okay, listeners, close your eyes. Josh, open your eyes. Pretend I just handed you a lottery ticket. It You won. What is the first- Why are you
1: sharing this with me? You won. You know that you, you won. Look, what?
0: there's a Paula, curse. Paula, this is too nice there's of you. There's a curse put on me. There's a curse put on me and I can't claim it.
1: What kind of curse? I
0: can't talk about it right now, Josh. Do you want to know the...
1: I do want to know the curse.
0: Well, remember that, that one a few episodes ago? Yeah, that, that's the curse. That
1: curse. <laughs> oh yeah, the one that we, the one that we actually haven't released yet, yes, where we both yes. got cursed where we by we a did witch. The, where we
0: did the episode curses, and yeah, I, 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 I looked a witch dead in the eye and I said, I don't believe in that. and She cursed me.
1: I told you from the beginning that we never should have picked up that book. It felt like it was made out of human skin. It was. It seemed it was giving off. It was a, a very, good deal. It was giving off a very faint chanting.
0: So you're telling me that a book falls. Through my open window into my lap. Made of human skin. I can hear chanting. It lights on fire when it comes too close to a Bible. (laughs) You're telling me that it's a bad idea for me to open that book and start reciting all the chants.
1: Well, I obviously didn't think so at the time. (laughs) We all thought it was a good idea at the time, Paula. (laughs) Do you
0: think it's weird that our episode involves so many pentagrams?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I think it's weirder that we have to be chained to these chairs. (laughs) Anyway, so... Sure, 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 All
0: right, so I hand you a winning lotto ticket. Uh, wow. You're welcome. Thank you. You're going to take care of me for life. Don't worry. <laughs> what? I will never, I will never let you forget this wonderful gift I've given you. Uh-huh. Never. I'll never let you forget it. Next time you try to argue with me, I'm right. I'm always right. <laughs> okay. What is the first... I want to know the first logical thing you do with it, and okay. I want to know the first absolute rich guy nonsense you do with it.
1: So the first two logical things I do with it.
0: Okay. Well, I said one, but I'll give it to you. Well, so
1: one is very logical. One, uh, kind of bridges the gap between logical and rich guy. So the first thing I would do with the lotto ticket is I would like the very logical thing is I'd invest like a certain amount of it. I'd make sure that I, I talked to someone about it to make sure that I got enough, uh, like, That I was using in the right way. I was choosing Mm -hmm. whether I wanted one lump sum or doled out over however long.
0: Always one lump sum. I've done the research.
1: Yeah. And then you like putting a good part of it away so that my great, great grandchildren would never have to worry about money. Okay. Then I would buy enough socks to never have to wear (laughs) the same pair of socks two days in a row.
0: That is so wasteful. And it is also the most Josh answer I've ever heard.
1: Yeah, I can't take credit for coming up with it, but I I heard that once and I was like, that one, that one's me. That one's me. Socks and underwear. You could wear different socks and underwear. It could be the same... Style. It could be the same brand, but I would never have to wash a pair of underwear or socks again. They were fresh, fresh out the kitchen every single time, fresh I, out the package. This
0: is gonna blow your mind. What if you just hired somebody to do your laundry? Nope, it's and not you had the same. A, you had a regular amount of socks. And underwear. I would have
1: known that my stinky, stinky toes and my stinky, stinky junk were in those, <laughs> <laughs> in those uh, clothes that before. Is so
0: wasteful. Well, I could, I could
1: donate them afterwards. That sounds oh. gross. That's really <laughs> gross. That's oh. Pores
0: have my, my worn once. Socks. I've only worn it once. I think that
1: would be. Is that the. See, to me, that was the logical one. Okay. As well. All right. Is that
0: not logical? Is no, that a rich it. guy thing? What is the rich guy one? Now that you have created. Now that you single handedly have accelerated global warming by 150 years by your incessant need for. your changing socks and underwear nine times a day, 10 times a day. Yeah. It's out of control.
1: No, I'm not, I'm not doing it more <laughs> times in a day. It's just that I, I need 365 pairs of socks and 365 pairs of underwear in a non-leap year. And in a leap year, <laughs> I'll need 366 of each. I'm calling the police.
0: Okay, what about this? What about this? I, 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 I have to reason with you on this. Mm-hmm. What if you have your February 1st socks? You know, like every date... Has its own socks and underwear. You only have to wear it once a year. In that year, they are re put in to little bags, so you still get that pleasure of opening them.
1: I don't think, it's and I actually it.
0: much more wasteful. It's way more
1: wasteful. It's, you've created a worse solution.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: You, I see you're Horrified. coming to my logic here. <laughs>
0: Absolutely not. I would wear the same socks every day of my life if I could. Don't don't get, go ahead and get attached to these. You're going to see them a hundred more times. Yeah.
1: I think what I would do for my really really rich guy thing is I would get I would get a private jet and a pilot because it would just make travel that much easier. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just being able to do that and none of this. Hedge fund owned private jet shit. Have you heard about this? No. So most private jets, most charter jets, and private jets are owned by hedge funds, and then they lease them out to people. From there, they don't actually people don't actually own them. That's really rich sound people. investment. Right, right. So they lease it out, but what that allows them to do is fly into areas that have better legal trade laws. And sign the deal in the air in French airspace, in international airspace. wherever you're one of
0: those guys now.
1: Well, no. What I was going to say is I just wanted to go to a lot of sports games and be able to go wherever I want to and never have to deal with TSA again. It's my general feeling on all of this. You
0: could get whatever the upgraded version of PreCheck is times a billion. Oh, I have global entry. No, there's a secret entrance. Have you ever seen this? There's a secret entrance at the airport.
1: For I've never seen this. rich
0: people. Yes, I swear to God. It looks so beautiful. Mm. It looks as though it probably smells like flowers and there's linens. And then you are whisked in there and you are whisked through security. It is for the rich of the rich. And I know this because I cornered the person working. And I said, <laughs> What the beep is this? And they said that's like when, you know, Beyonce or whoever flies. I I don't know any famous people. When somebody famous flies, that's what they go through interesting so you could just do that
1: yeah that sounds great cool i love that cool paula
0: i'm trying to talk you out of your crazy rich person thing
1: no i would have i would have done both of those okay cool yeah yeah, yeah. i'm gonna do both of those okay cool um paula what turns out i have a winning lottery ticket and more than anything else i want to get out from under your thumb Good every single every, single every single day you text me with a request.
0: And that's not gonna stop. No. Well,
1: we're even now because here is a here is a winning lottery ticket. Thank you. That was a visual bit for everyone <laughs> here. Paula, because we were across the room from each we other. We like
0: to live every episode like a live show.
1: We do object work so paula yeah here is a winning lottery ticket oh my god same this one's
0: for five (laughs) dollars we're not even at all
1: (laughs) i guess that is technically a winning lottery (laughs) ticket but i spent ten dollars so it's actually not winning here's the winning lottery you've won the the powerball
0: oh my gosh thank you
1: um same question to you what would you do from a rational perspective and what would you do from an irrational rich person perspective
0: Thank you so much for asking. I have a lot of thoughts on this. So do you know about the curse of the lottery winners? No. There is a curse. There is a... I know we were goofing earlier. There is truly a curse. And like people who won the lottery like notoriously lose all their money. They have uh, like... It's like a hundred times bigger chance of getting murdered, of kidnapping, of horrible things.
1: That makes sense for a lot of reasons. Because you're nationally televised. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows who you are. And you probably haven't had that money before, and so you don't know how to deal with it. And is people this are funny? coming out of the woodwork. Is this funny? Am it's I important to talk <laughs> about.
0: It's important to talk about. So do not worry, though, listeners. I have spent a lot of time in my life Googling exactly what to do in this situation. Sure. So number one, let's say you win the lottery. Let's say I'm holding this winning lottery ticket in my hand. You do not sign the back. So okay. signing the back claims the ticket. But okay. you don't want to do that. Okay. I realize this is not funny, but this is... This is going to help somebody out there.
1: This is the earnest advice of the week. This
0: is truly your earnest advice of the week. So do not sign the ticket. You go to the biggest law firm you can. Has to be the biggest. Cannot be some small town lawyer. Got to be the big guys that know how to deal with, you know, billions of dollars. That's my
1: favorite segment that we do. Small town lawyer.
0: (laughs) Howdy. (laughs) Um... And then you have them create a trust, and then they claim the lottery ticket, and they'll probably take a couple million. Sure. But for them, that's nothing. For you, your name is now not on it.
1: Got it. Interesting. Smart. I know. Smart. I know.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome. I know that was a, a long explanation, but I just want everyone to know that.
1: So you've done that now. What are you doing with that cash money? Now
0: what am I doing to spend it? Um, You know what I would love? I would love to never have to do a chore again.
1: So servants. (laughs) (laughs) Hundreds of servants. You you want domestic help (laughs) that you can lord your privilege over. Is that what we're saying, Paula?
0: No, I'm saying like, you know, sometimes when you're like out walking, you see like laundry trucks.
1: Uh-huh. I or want... laundromats or dry cleaning places.
0: Yeah, but I want a person to come to my house. I want to give them my laundry. Mm-hmm. I want to wave bye-bye to my laundry. Uh-huh. And then unlike you, Mr. Wasteful, the clean laundry will be brought back. Can
1: I ask you a question? I
0: hate laundry. Yeah.
1: Um. At a certain point once you've, it's not just laundry, it's also dishes. It's also cooking. It's also cleaning. I would think that you would need to hire then someone to organize all those people. Right. Cause like that becomes a chore at a certain point <laughs> that it's too much for you to handle.
0: So I'm hiring you.
1: No, you're hiring a butler. I'm hiring hiring
0: you as my butler.
1: (laughs) Not the worst gig. What's my
0: pay? (laughs) Oh, I will be so demanding. I promise you do not want that. Um, No, I was going to say like not. I would I would love to pay someone a great deal of money. More. well, 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 well above standard price. Sure. To come into my house and clean it. I'd be getting Instacart, bringing all my groceries. I never want to run an errand again.
1: That's, f- and so then you-
0: you're my butler. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> that's now. That's now canon.
1: So then, what are you doing with your free time? Lounging. <laughs> so you're not going out. I'm a lady <laughs> who lunches. <laughs> you're just a socialite at this point.
0: I'm just a. I'm an influencer.
1: Sure, I'm Got an it. influencer. Got no,
0: it. I mean, you know, the podcast takes up a couple hours a week. Yeah, like one and a half. Yeah. Well, and then editing. Well, I, uh, editing's a chore, so that would be shipped out. you that give be... that
1: to me? <laughs> yeah,
0: give that to you.
1: <laughs> Paul, have you ever been to a casino?
0: Yeah. Hundreds. Hundreds? Ever... Yes, so many casinos. Have you been to a casino?
1: <laughs> yeah. One. <laughs> one casino, one time.
0: Is this because you are not a casino boy, or is this because it is not a thing in the East Coast of the United States? Oh,
1: it's very much a thing. Okay. It's a thing... Um. As longtime listeners of the podcast know, I'm from Massachusetts, and it just recently became legal for casinos in Massachusetts. Um, but there have always been casinos in and around Massachusetts, and the reason I went to a casino was because my senior year of college, during senior week, there was a casino night. and so I'm at a obviously- casino at a casino at Mohegan Sun. Oh,
0: that's a beautiful name of one.
1: It's a great casino. It was very fun. Um, and what I realized about myself is that I can never go back to another casino and I can never bet on a very large stage because um, at, at any level because it's enthralling. It gets me, oh, the it, high is too much. It gets me going. It gets me there.
0: Okay, go on. And
1: so I went in with our everyone who... Went to this night during senior week. Had a ten dollar free voucher, which I assume is what you get when you just walk into the casino. They just kind of like give you that, or maybe it was just part of the deal that we did or something no, like you
0: that. You walk into a casino and they don't just give you ten dollars, but yes. Well, for us,
1: I mean, we were we yeah. were an Ivy League institution. They gave us ten dollars. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so I, I walked in and this. I was like, I don't know, maybe roulette, something like that. Maybe that would be fun. And I walked out an hour later. With $140. You won? $140 out of my fake $10. Out of my Monopoly money $10.
0: What did you do with your winnings?
1: Uh, What did I do with my winnings? I think I just paid for the senior week ticket with it. No. <laughs> um, because I had already paid for that. And it was basically just like I was reimbursing myself for the for the senior week stuff. And I just did small bets. Small bets and kept winning and kept winning. And I think what was, what was crazy though is the people around me were doing like thousand two thousand three thousand dollar bets
0: people that you went to college with
1: no 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 no, no. like adults who oh. were there who were clearly at the casino every week we're doing large bets which was disconcerting yeah. but also i made like 140 percent more than or whatever the math is i made a bunch of money and i walked away from that table saying i'm glad this was only this much money i could see myself doing this in a for forever you got a taste of it oh yeah i gotta oh yeah i've i got the taste for the gambles and now all i can eat all i crave is that gambles all
0: you crave is a big bowl of gambles in the morning yeah
1: exactly what have your casino experiences been like
0: well i've been to a lot of casinos Mm -hmm. um i'm not from a gambling family but i am from a family where my dad gets a real kick out of casino buffets uh so we spent a lot of time in my youth driving to casinos and then going to the buffet mm. and then he would put a dollar in a, in a slot machine and then we'd go. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: I like that your dad has the integrity to make sure that he's doing the thing that he went there for. It's like buying, it's like when you need to use the bathroom in a coffee shop. Yes. Like and you buy something small just to do it. Yeah. You go to the casino and you have to at least pay the price of gambling a <laughs> yes. little bit just to, to partake in the bar In, to in the barfet. <laughs> That is what it sounds like to me. <laughs> Subconsciously, it sounds like it would be gross. But well, are there... they
0: are known for their buffets?
1: Interesting. Casinos
0: are. Have you not heard the legend of casino buffets? I have not. Okay, Josh. Like I told
1: you, I've, I've been to but one casino. All right,
0: close your eyes.
1: I am. Listeners, close your eyes. Listeners, too. close your eyes. Even if you're driving.
0: Even if you're driving, close your eyes. Josh, open your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, you can open your eyes too. <laughs> Watch my face as I describe to you the tables of food. Have you been to a Golden Corral? No. How Midwestern are you?
1: Not at all. All right,
0: well, this is shocking. Have you been to Golden Corral's shitty cousin old country buffet?
1: I don't even know what that is. Oh, my God. I know what a buffet is, though. It's a
0: huge buffet. (laughs) (laughs) But casinos uh, make them kind of fancy. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And we were not going to, like, Las Vegas casinos. This is, like, in, like iowa and wisconsin and minnesota sure um so there would just be like uh lots of meat um lots of desserts lots of colors you know
1: what would of the casinos that you've been to which one was the best for the buffet
0: Oh probably that Duluth one. Okay. But I'll tell you what, uh also got a taste of uh horse racing tracks.
1: Mm. That was also
0: briefly a thing.
1: Paula, did you bet on the ponies?
0: Oh. Oh, I won upwards of $9 on the ponies.
1: <laughs> Ooh, we're different types. I'm the I'm a northern pony. <laughs> Uh, better and you're a southern pony better (laughs) i have never been to the kentucky derby i've never been to a horse (laughs) racing track anything like that The
0: kentucky derby is such a specific one that's you being like can you believe i've never been to the super bowl
1: (laughs) i can't believe it either
0: (laughs) (laughs) um i have been given how many
1: championships the patriots have won
0: If you're hoping to get a rise out of me, you are simply barking up the wrong tree.
1: I can't wait for the angry listener emails because our listenership is definitely listening to sports.
0: (laughs) Um, I have not been to the Kentucky Derby, but I've been to the uh, place where the Kentucky Derby is. Mm -hmm.
1: Cool. That's the story. (laughs) Churchill Downs.
0: Oh, maybe that was the name.
1: Yep. That's the name of the racetrack. (laughs) That I know because of a musical. Paula. So you have bet on a horse before.
0: I have bet on a horse.
1: What were the qualities of that horse that made you bet on them? Name. Sure. Do you remember the name?
0: I don't, but if I had to wager a guess, I'd say little Josh Mojito Computer Boy.
1: Wow. Wait. Wait. I'm little Josh Computer <laughs> Mojito Boy. All
0: right. Well, let's look up. what the. How do you think a horse is named?
1: Whatever it feels like being named. It feels like the names we give it are not the names that they give each other, right?
0: Okay, well, I have two
1: horse name generators.
0: I have a horse name generator, and I also have the actual rules.
1: I have played Dungeons and Dragons and used this horse name generator, and it is pretty good.
0: This is an NBC New York horse name generator, so it's got to say your favorite color. I'm putting purple. Uh, Do I wish most for power, wealth, luck? I guess luck? Mm-hmm. And what is my best trait? Passion, stamina, <laughs> talent, openness, or strength? I mean, that's... I like that
1: talent is one of those. The
0: rest <laughs> of those are certainly for are me. Openness? It's openness. C- certainly <laughs> for me, it's my talent is openness. All right. My horse's name is Mystery Secret. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ooh, it's not just a regular secret, it's a mystery secret. All right. Oh, I'm going. All right. My favorite color is green. I most wish for let's say health. And my best get... trait is talent.
0: <laughs> You're going to get a better one. Mystery Secrets the worst possible horse name.
1: My horse's name is Sword Doctor.
0: God damn it.
1: You <laughs> Sword got Sword Doctor. Sword Doctor. Sword Doctor MD. You got Oh, look at this beautiful boy.
0: The Doctor of Swords and I got Mystery Secret. Oh, that sounds like something like a goth 11-year-old would name a horse. He's
1: not even a medical doctor. He's got a PhD. That's the kind of doctor he is.
0: (laughs) I hate him. Hey, Paula. Hey, Josh.
1: I know this is usually a segment that you bring to me, Mm -hmm. but I have a small town festival for you.
0: What? Oh, (laughs) my God. (laughs) Flips a chair, throws the mic, storms out. Mm-hmm. Yes, what is it?
1: Um, should we do the... Should we, what is the intro for this one? We should go Small Town, town Festival.
0: festival! Okay,
1: <laughs> Very good.
0: I was trying to do like a marching band kind of thing.
1: I have a Small Town Festy for you. Yes. The small This part of a Small Town Festival, it's a larger festival, but the thing I want to talk about is the... Greasy Pole Competition. I'm sorry? The Greasy Pole Competition in Gloucester, Massachusetts.
0: What in the world could that be?
1: So the Greasy Pole Competition, Greasy Pole Walk, it's got a couple different names for it. It's part of a larger fiesta, the St. Peter's Fiesta in Gloucester, Massachusetts, which, which is a North Shore, Massachusetts fishing town. It's to celebrate... It's a larger kind of celebration of the the a, a successful fishing year, but the main event is the greasy pole competition, where they uh, in the harbor, what they've got like a, a dock that they've got there, and they extend out a pole that is fully greased up, fully lubed up, ew, and they put it and they put an Italian flag on the end of it, and the goal of it is that 35 different people who are either past champions or delegates of past champions try to run from the dock and cross the greased pole to grab the flag.
0: And what do you fall to when you inevitably fall?
1: Water. Into the water. Your
0: death. <laughs> it's like maybe 10,
1: 15 feet up. Oh my and it's gosh. not like it's a small pole. It's like, imagine like a... Uh, like you wouldn't be able to wrap your arms around it, you probably could wrap your arms like a third of the way around it. So imagine like a cement pillar. This
0: is giving me a panic attack to uh-huh. think about. What, Josh? I actually found a little bit more information about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a forty-foot tall pole, twenty-five feet above the surface. Uh huh. And it is. Um, this is a quote from Atlas Obscura. The pole itself is lubed with everything slippery known to mankind ranging from axle grease to Tabasco sauce, banana peels to straight oil. Uh Though nothing about the activity is safe, a straight (laughs) set of rules are enforced to help keep them relatively safe. Participants regularly emerge with bloodied face and minor injuries. Police boats hover nearby. Um, All competitors are allowed to participate in a courtesy round where they can get a feel for the pole without attempting to capture the flag. After the first round, the contestants can then take their shot at grabbing the flag. Generally speaking, though, a trophy is awarded for winning. The real prize is bragging rights and nothing more. Here's my question. Uh-huh. Out of the two of us, uh huh, which one should go as the delegate to get to the poll? Get across the poll.
1: Well, I will say that I have strong Massachusetts breeding. Okay. So it feels like it's in my blood. Okay, but you know I, I, I fight mean? dirty. You do. You do. Yeah. Um, how's your balance?
0: You know, give or take.
1: <laughs> I would call myself mildly clumsy.
0: I'm, I for sure am extremely clumsy, but under pressure, who knows,
1: who knows, who knows. I mean, we could both be American Ninja warriors and we just don't know it yet.
0: That's true. That's true. You know, everyone, like we've talked about is the best in the world at one thing Mm
1: -hmm. and And uh,
0: there's a pretty good chance mine is running across a greased pole.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's not like just because you haven't done it (laughs) doesn't mean you wouldn't be good (laughs) at it.
0: I'm just picturing so it says in this article that it's it's men it's a it's a men activity Mm -hmm. and we fight and I'm like I'm gonna be the first woman to do it and everyone's like yeah people are wearing my shirt I take one step on the pole and I just (laughs) and that's the end (laughs) I feel like you should be our delegate
1: it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. I,
0: yeah, but you were you were a tiny umpire.
1: This is true. This is true. Yeah, so I, I can do, do theater. I do, <laughs> and I know rules. Yeah. See, I would want to do it, but in the way that, like, original Japanese Ninja Warrior does it, <laughs> where, like, yeah, there's some real kind of amazing athletes, and there's someone, like, dressed up as a banana. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, that would be me, dressed up in a banana suit, running, shimmying across this pole. Now, strict rules... I don't know if you, it sounds like you have to run.
0: Oh, Uh, what if I
1: just hugged it and slowly caterpillared (laughs) my way forward?
0: It is so embarrassing. (laughs) It
1: is. (laughs) Hey, history goes to the victors. No one knows how, no one cares how you did it. In 20 years, it's just going to say champion of the greasy pole competition, Josh Linden.
0: 20 years, you're still inching across that pole. (laughs) Yep.
1: Hey, Paula. Hey, Josh.
0: Hey, Josh.
1: What is the intersection of betting and old people? I don't know. It's bingo, baby! Bingo! Night! Bingo! 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 Uh, bingo. So part of this suggestion uh, was suggested by a listener and a good friend, Lex R. Um, he thank you, is, Lex R. Thank you, Lex. Uh, he is the host of Judaism Unbound. You should check that out. It's a very great podcast um, if you're interested in all things related to Judaism, um, whether you're Jewish or not. So Lex sent us in this, uh, this suggestion, and we thought it would just... Fit swimmingly Parlay in this betting right episode. in here. Yeah, exactly. Paula, I have strong feelings about bingo.
0: Are they pro or con?
1: Pro. Okay, me too. I'm a huge fan of Love bingo. Love bingo. So bingo as a game very fun mm-hmm. very fun especially when it's you know like a movie bingo or or just your classic numbers and letters okay and i don't like know that. what a
0: movie bingo is but i'm you know, loving like, that
1: energy you know it'd be like something happens there'd be like, you know, be like, there'd be like where you can make a bingo tile for like oh, pop culture sure. events yes. things like, like they have that for the debate yeah exactly and things like that so i'd always played bingo where you just kind of like x out the areas Mm -hmm. or you'd put like a little it would be reusable sheets and you just like put a tile on it Mm -hmm. no so i just recently got the stamper i just recently tried the stamper for the first time and jesus take the wheel did that
0: change it changed everything for me i thought you came in here today with a different kind of swagger
1: no it's that bingo swagger baby bingo
0: swagger where did you try it
1: b-i-n-g-o bingo was my name O.
0: Um, did you win the bingo?
1: I did not win the bingo, but to me I won because I just got to, I can totally get how, you know, the like classic little old lady with like four bingo cards. They're like, G12. And it's just like, bop, 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 bop. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. It just makes a satisfying thunk. And yes. I love, I love stamps as is like. That st- makes sense. Being able to do that kind of thing and just being able to be like, pff, pff,
0: do you have several cards when you do it?
1: Oh, I would love that. Are you playing that. one card? I would love to play several cards. You've
0: got to play several cards. Yeah,
1: it's a numbers game.
0: Yes, it's a numbers game. We used to go to the county fair and play uh-huh. bingo, my mom and I. And you would get, I mean, five, six, seven cards. Mm-hmm. And then you'd play them all at the same time. Yeah. And some people would get real competitive, but. Interesting. hmm
1: Like punches thrown?
0: Oh, people just got the heck beat out of them. Mm -hmm. They just got Helen beat up.
1: Unlike other ways to bet, it feels like something that is allowed for children. It's like (laughs) betting that children can do. Betting for kids. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yes,
0: Yes, yes, Agreed. I also think bingo is one of those that feels like you are in control of it somehow.
1: Yeah, for sure. And you're not. You're not at all, but you're like, oh, yeah, No. This is the winning card. Right. This right. is definitely what's going to win.
0: And you hear a number and you're like, I made that number happen. I
1: can't wait to win this PTA fundraiser cake.
0: Right. Exactly. Have you ever won at bingo?
1: No. I have won a cakewalk, but I've never <laughs> won at bingo.
0: Is that similar to bingo?
1: Not at all. You walk and then when you stop, if you're on the area, when the music stops. Like, it's kind of like musical chairs. Musical but you chairs end up, for cake? Yeah, but you end up winning a cake.
0: This sounds pretty good.
1: It's not bad. I'm also realizing that I came into this episode high and mighty being like, I don't think I've really bet all that much. I am forgetting dreidel. Dreidel.
0: Okay. Dreidel, Classic. the Hanukkah betting game. Classic Josh, forgetting dreidel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell me about this.
1: So, as you may know, dreidels are a, an important part of Hanukkah.
0: Yes, I've seen the Rugrats episode.
1: Yes, wonderful. And you're like, ha oh, this is a fun spinning top. no. No, it is a means for winning chocolate coins. Okay, it's about it's about betting and winning as many chocolate coins as you possibly can with this oblong shape that you can spin on its head
0: and doing it at any cost. I at think. any
1: cost. Oh yeah, it's cutthroat.
0: Do you normally win?
1: I mean, it's chance, but if you if you know how to dreidel count, you can, <laughs> you can make sure the odds go in your favor.
0: Well, this is making me wonder, what is the difference between betting and a game? I think,
1: well, it's winnings, right? Like, if you win the game just for the glory, Mm -hmm. then it's just a game. You don't have to be in the game to bet. And even if you're in the game, if you put a side bet, it's like you're winning something other than yeah. the competition. You're winning money favors something tangible that can be redeemed.
0: So I a said, free hugs coupon. That counts as betting. Yes. If I said we're going to play Monopoly, mm-hmm. winner gets, what's in the room? My water pick.
1: Well, you're certainly not using it.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it has been touched over there. I did get my first cavity this week. Whoa. I got my first filling. How did that go? Horrible. <laughs> oh no. Oh my God. They numb you. Yeah. Did you see my Instagram story? I did. It was a mess. Mm-hmm. Was not expecting. You sent it. me
1: a voice text being like, "I can't record it." I was
0: like, you should record. <laughs> um, I uh, I got it. I don't, how did we get it from dreidels? I got the the num shot, and I had a I had a panic attack immediately, mm-hmm. like a like a real one, because your heart speeds up so fast, and then I couldn't swallow because i had swallowed some of the whatever it novocaine. Was. Novocaine. And I was like, I'm going to be like this forever. And the doctor texted me very kindly a couple times throughout the next 24 hours, being like, hey, just want to check that I was right and you're not like this forever. Two things. Yeah. Three things. Yeah.
1: One, I'm glad you made it through. Thank you. Two, that doctor is both very sweet and trying not to get sued. Yes. Three, you're Paula After Dentist, the hit YouTube video. Ah. Paula After Dentist, is this real life? <laughs> to get back to what is a bet and what is a game. Yes. So, bets, it, it could also be like, hey, if I can do this, you have to buy me dinner.
0: Oh, yeah, that counts. Do
1: you Something do that like a lot? That. Um, I... Have done that. I've been known to do that. Okay. But no, no, like the next round of drinks is on me if I can X, Y, or Z. My-
0: <laughs> if I can touch the ceiling with a single shot. Yeah, right,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> he just failed to yeah, If I can do about
1: this five story building and fly, <laughs> <laughs> this one is, uh next round's on me, boys.
0: <laughs> They're like, do not. Josh, no, it's on me, boys. It's on me. Josh, it's no. on me. How did he get up there? <laughs> playing. he did it <laughs> you <owe me> dreams.
1: <laughs> One of my improv teammates has a bet with all of us that if he's chewing gum before the show, the theater that we do a lot of shows at there's a basketball hoop behind like far away behind the parking lot behind the theater where we warm up. But if he can throw his gum through the hoop, he has to initiate or gets to initiate every single scene.
0: Has he ever done it?
1: No, never even come close. (laughs) Can
0: you imagine how weird that would be for the audience to explain it?
1: Yeah, it'd be very confusing. (laughs) Um, One thing I do know about betting is the concept of parlays.
0: So that to me sounds like a beautiful name for a dog or a child. I don't know what that is.
1: So that's when you take one bet and... In order to win the bet, multiple unrelated things need to happen.
0: Oh, so I would have to be like, give me an example.
1: Yeah, so an example is I am going to bet on the New England Patriots to win the Super Bowl by more than 10 points. And on the same night, because there is also, I don't know, like an award show. Like also that green book is going to win best picture, so you put those together. Okay, and you put those together, and you win only if you win both of those things. Or like this, you know, Tanner is going to get kicked off of the of the Bachelor. Tanner would never. (laughs) And that the New York Knicks are going to lose.
0: So it's like a double bet.
1: Yeah, but of unrelated that things. That makes
0: more sense than what I was thinking. Sure.
1: Yeah. Well, we're, Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
0: Josh, we simply cannot do a betting episode without mentioning Viva Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Or as Viva my, Rock Vegas.
1: Or as my dad calls it, Lost Wages.
0: Oh, that's pretty good. It's
1: a good one, right? Paula, have you been to the Vegases?
0: I have been to the Vegases. Mm-hmm. How was it? A nightmare. Yeah, sure. Nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. Um, no, I was fine. I was there for work. Um, definitely not a place that I would rush to go back to ever. Sure. Um, saw I saw a lot of inside of convention centers. Mm-hmm. I um, you can get uh, alcoholic slushies and walk around.
1: Oh, that's fun. That was. Kind of I have fun. never been to Las Vegas. I have been to New Orleans and that's a similar, similar
0: thing. Similar thing. Um, a former coworker's husband is a professional gambler. And she's a borderline professional gambler. And so that was my only gambling experience there. Interesting. Is she it was like um what's the table that you say like um oh god, blackjack?
1: Blackjack is the only one you say hit. Hit. That it, was it. Yeah.
0: We did that and hit me. Uh, she gave me like $100. And wow. It was like $100 of chips and was like, I'm going to teach you how to do this. And I, my, that's how I knew I'm not a gambler. My heart was pounding so hard. I kept being like, I'm done. And she'd be like, You're not done. You got to keep going. And I kept winning. Paula. $20,000. Paula. What? Not $20,000. I'm just kidding.
1: Paula. What? Are your friends card counters? Are they card counters? Are they oh. international spies? They might international be international criminals.
0: A they they might be a little bit of both.
1: Are they like are they involved in the sting? The Paul, the Newman Paul movie? Neum-
0: They're Paul Newman They're Paul Newman. Um card counting is not a crime though, right? To you can get
1: kicked out for card but counting. You cannot go to jail. I don't think you can go to you jail. You can go for to like-
0: casino jail.
1: Yeah, you can go to casino jail. Okay. Which is relatively better than normal jail. I don't but know. I don't know. There's like I, every movie I've seen has Russian mobsters in it.
0: Um, the one thing that I was most struck by in Vegas, though, is like the amount of shows and entertainment mm-hmm. and how expensive they are. Yeah. I had a coworker spend $250 for, I would say, middle of the road seats for Chris Angel Mind Freak.
1: I mean, he's going to freak your mind. He
0: is raking in the dough.
1: So I don't think I would do Chris Angel, but I would pay upwards of twice that. To go to the Celine Dion show.
0: You'd spend $500 to go to the show? I would go to
1: spend $500 to go to the Celine Dion show. I would show.
0: absolutely spend $500 to go to Celine Dion. Yeah. If I had $500, I would spend that to go to Celine if Dion. You touch me like this.
1: I think that might do it for us. I
0: think that might do it for us.
1: Before we go though, we have our weekly segment. Earnest moment of the week. If you had an earnest moment in the week, we would love to hear about it. You can uh send us a message on any of our social media accounts. It's at being earnest pod or being earnest pod at gmail.com. In past weeks, it has been mostly us talking about our inner moments, but this week, we're going to be sharing two from listeners.
0: I'm so happy about this. I'm
1: very excited. We
0: love, 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 love when you guys send stuff in. It makes us so happy. Um,
1: it's uh, It's so much better than feeling like we're shouting into the void.
0: Yes. So we're shouting into a void together. Paula, would you like to read the first Imatwa this week? I would week? love to. Uh, This is from a wonderful listener, wonderful human being, Steph. And Steph sent us, um, I just witnessed a truly earnest moment. I'm at the airport waiting to pick someone up, and this middle-aged woman just came out, clearly on her way back from Disney World, as she was wearing mini ears, had a Disney backpack, and a Disney suitcase. Her kids, not a single Disney artifact. (laughs) (laughs) she loves it, earnestly loves it that she doesn't care. She was just rocking it. Um, that is the most charming, wonderful thing I've ever heard. It's so wonderful. I, do you think this stuff was like in the kids' backpacks? Or do you think these kids were so, like, what do you think the kids' thought process was?
1: I think the kids were like, yeah, Universal Studios. And mom was like, we're going to Disney's, S-
0: babies. Disney, yes.
1: <laughs> well, I'm imagining that she tried to get them to sing along to everything throughout the trip. And they're like, mom, mom, mom. God, we're DreamWorks kids.
0: Mom, at least bring us to Pixar. Yeah. (laughs) I love that so much.
1: It's so wonderful. Live your life, lady. Stay strong. Stay true.
0: Disney on. Josh, you have one as well. I do have one. Or you have another listener submitted
1: Yes, I have a listener submitted Imatua. This one comes from Matt, which is... Weird to say, because he's also my brother, and I call him <laughs> Matty. Um, but he sent this one in. He actually I'm. He texted me part of this, but he also told me some of this story. This is not useful. Hold on. Yes, my listener-submitted imatwa comes from Matt in Philadelphia, who also happens to be my brother. So Matt, or Matty, as I'm going to refer to him, because that's the only way I can say it, and Matt feels weird. Works at a summer camp. And he's working at a summer camp this particular summer. Um,
0: He's there right now. He's
1: there right now. He has a camper who will remain nameless. uh, Both because he's perfect and because it's probably illegal for me to name him. Who is eight or nine years old or so. Adore him. Adorable. But he looks like he's five or six. Like he's all cheeks. The roundest cheeks. His voice is like. Two octaves higher than it should be at that age. It's like just cherubic, very oh. ch- cute little child. Um, this child has a normal kind of—I don't. I shouldn't say normal, but like a standard name.
0: Okay.
1: However, he has requested that his name at camp be Uncle Chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> so he wants to go by the name. <laughs> Uncle Chainsaw. But wait, there's more. So that was the first request. <laughs> However,
0: I, I've got to know do you have any information about how this request was made?
1: I think he just decided that he wanted to be called something different while at camp.
0: Okay, cool. And
1: so, and I should note for everything I'm about to say, it's not just that he requested it, everyone at camp is like, yeah, sure. Your uncle Chainsaw. <laughs> Everyone's one hundred percent on board. He's now uncle super Chainsaw. supportive. He's Uncle Chainsaw. Most days, however, Wednesdays at camp are barbecue days, and so on Wednesdays... I want to go to camp on Wednesdays. He does not go by Uncle Chainsaw. He goes by the, by the name Uncle BBQ or Uncle <laughs> Barbecue. <laughs> Either one is correct. And on Fridays. <laughs> Which is the so
0: he's only a part time Uncle Chainsaw.
1: Yeah, you're you're. I think you're picking up what I'm putting down. (laughs) On Fridays, uh, I'm not going to say the name of the camp, but it's Camp Pride Day. So he's Uncle Camp Camp name (laughs) on those days.
0: Uncle Camp Camp name,
1: and so Uncle
0: Camp being earnest. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Uncle. We'll say that Uncle Camp being earnest. So Monday, Tuesday, Thursday.
0: Thursday,
1: he's Uncle Chainsaw.
0: Well, Saturday, Sunday,
1: Saturday, Sunday, he's just his own name. Okay. He's just his own name because he's not a camp.
0: Oh, it's a day camp. He's just camp. himself.
1: It's a day camp. Yes, okay. it's a day camp. Um, Wednesdays he's an Uncle Barbecue. Fridays, he is Uncle, Uncle uh, Camp being earnest. Now, it's Uncle. not just that he is those on those days. When he leaves for the day, let's say it's Monday. He'll say- So it's
0: an Uncle Chainsaw day.
1: Yeah, it's two Uncle Chainsaws in a row. Cat. It's Monday, and then on Tuesday, it'll be Uncle Chainsaw as well. Okay. He'll say like- Bye-bye. See you tomorrow. Because he's still Uncle Chainsaw. But on Tuesday, he will say, Bye. See you Thursday. Have fun with with Uncle Barbecue. Oh
0: my god.
1: There is, nothing different about, there is nothing different about these characters. They is the same child. He so just, there's
0: no voices being used. No,
1: there's no affectations. There's no voices. And
0: everyone keeps track of it. And
1: everyone keeps, keeps okay, track well, of it. Okay, well, this
0: is a tax law. This is a tax loophole thing. Um, and then the
1: update today is that yesterday... He told my brother and the other campers and the other counselors that Uncle Chainsaw was going to be busy today. We were recording this on a Tuesday, which would be an Uncle Chainsaw day. He was going to be busy because he had a business meeting. (laughs) (laughs) And so instead, Uncle Substitute was going to come in his place. And my brother asked, when does Uncle Substitute come? And he said... Whenever the other uncles can't come, so he just subs in oh, whenever they need God. a day off.
0: So this is a stolen identity situation. <laughs>
1: yeah. So he so he's no, he's just like he's the he's the sub. He's a swing. He's an understudy. for everyone. Know. I don't trust him. And then they went on a hike across, by a train track, and a train went by, and he was when the train passed, he yelled out, "I just saw him, Uncle Chainsaw's on that train." <laughs> 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 I don't, I don't know. This is a perfect child. Oh. I don't know how to celebrate him any further, but... I adore this child. Yeah. I just want to learn more about this rich fiction that he's building, the uncle-verse. <laughs> There's so much going oh. on. Are they all uncles of the same person? Are they all uncles of each other? Are, they, all,
0: who, are they his uncle?
1: Yeah, I don't
0: know, but it's also him. They're no different from each other. It makes me so happy. (laughs) This is so trippy to think about, but I love this kid, and I want this kid to be our third co-host. Yeah, exactly. Not even a guest. Permanent third co-host. Permanent third co-host. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, producer Uncle
0: James.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's actually going to do it for us this week. Um, We mentioned it earlier, but uh, we have social media platforms. We have... An email yeah. that you can send to, we've got uh, opportunities for you to write us reviews and rate us.
0: An opportunity for you. It, honestly it's a gift for you mm-hmm. to take 30 seconds out of your day.
1: not even 30 not seconds not even
0: five. I think ten. we should
1: put up a uh, promotional, let's like a how-to video yeah of how to rate yeah our podcast We should
0: because people have asked me.
1: Yeah, oh, cool um it really just takes a few seconds uh and it really does matter if you write a review i'd love to see more
0: reviews both
1: because it makes me feel good when i go to bed at night and also because um it's just really nice to see that people are enjoying this so thank you to people who wrote reviews recently
0: yes we truly love it we love every single one we love when you guys submit ideas and earnest moments of the week and reviews and uh really kind of making this a collaborative space
1: Thank you to Peter Cat, Biddy, Dishes90, Bell's Dad, people who have written us reviews in the last couple of weeks. It really, it, it outside of it making us feel good, it really does help more people find the podcast. Yes. Um, as can you, if you want to share this with a friend, if you're enjoying it, if you're going off for uh, a long weekend over the summer, and you want to, do you think someone uh, would like it? Um, you know, and you're in a car and you force them to listen to force it for to several it. hours yes. at a time. Um, I think this would be a great choice for that.
0: Yes, I agree.
1: Anything else we need to say? or is that...
0: I think that's it, but we, we love you guys and thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.
1: And as always, keep it cool. Uncle chainsaw. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs>
1: see you next week. Thanks everyone.
0: See you next week.